Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the sports betting network. Can you feel that? You know what we're feeling? The rush of college football. Week one is here. It has been a wild one and We'll be talking a lot about it tonight here on the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. We've got an amazing three hours for you. We're going to be joined by a gentleman around Las Vegas in hour number one. Robert Walker, he does a great job over there at U.S. Bookmaking. He is someone that is has a little bit of a behind-the-counter sort of experience with everything that we're seeing. We're going to be gauging the action with him. Also going to be asking him a little bit about just what we're seeing in terms of week one, where some of the respective money is going there, and we're also going to be taking a look at a lot of these big games and taking a look at a little bit of the action that we're seeing in general in the futures market with Patrick Everson. Patrick does a great job over at Vegas Insider, a man that is always famous for hashtag Chili's money, and he's always just has his finger on the pulse of all things that are going on in the sports betting world. So those two gentlemen are going to be joining me in our number one. And our number two, Dan Titus, does a great job over there at the Action Network and Mackenzie Kramer. They are going to be joining me. We're going to be taking a look at week one in the NFL. Also going to be taking a look at things a little bit from a fantasy football perspective as well. So we're going to be joined by those two gentlemen in our number two, our number three. Dan Vreeland does a great job over there at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We've got a big card that's going to be going down in the UFC in Paris. We're going to be talking to him about that. Also might wind up getting his thoughts on Nate Diaz right now being a 10-1 to underdog in his fight that's going to be going down next week as well. So 
We've got a lot to hit on this show as right now we've got games that are literally as I come on this show going final in college football. We've got to look forward to the NFL. We've got a nice baseball card for Friday as well. In hour number two, you're going to get my DK Nation pick as now ever since the Greg Peterson experience wound up moving to Monday through Friday, we're two for two. So we're going to be looking to keep that going as well. But got to just touch upon something that it sounds relatively elementary to some, but I do think that it's so important. Just something that I always love saying on this show. You're not betting teams. You're betting numbers. Nothing more true than what we wind up seeing here in night number one of college football terms of week one. I, I know that many of you guys wound up betting on week zero. And well, I certainly hope that you did not wind up dumping out your bankroll on week number zero in college football because that was just a taste of what we're getting right now as we've had some very wild games. We've also had some, shall we say, turn that W upside down and we've had some mild games like Tennessee just kicking the tar out of Ball State. Hopefully you did not wind up putting your mortgage on Ball State. So that was not necessarily too terrific for the gentleman from the Midwest. And you do wind up having a lot of writing games as well. And something that I always say on this show, and it's just so true. It does not matter if you're betting on the most marquee of marquee games. It doesn't matter if you fired in on Penn State versus Purdue, if you want to taking the backyard brawl, or if you want to take a look and you said, you know what? I see some value here on this FCS game between Lamar and Abilene Christian. There's always money to be made. So don't feel bashful if you wind up making your money on some of these smaller teams. And heck, I think that's a point of pride. Some of my some of my favorite wins are when we wind up getting college basketball in the month of January and we get a slobber knocker out there in the Southland between like New Orleans and Houston Baptist, things of that nature. So I absolutely love it. So I mean, I do think that we do deserve to give a little bit of shine to some of these smaller schools, but we've seen it already pop up here in week number one of the college football season just the number that you want to taking in general coming into play. We had a chance to see that in Central Michigan versus Oklahoma State, but Central Michigan, a good run late to be able to cover that number as that one wound up closing anywhere between 20 and a half and 21, then being able to lose by 14. Certainly not of significance there, but was very significant, obviously, in the Pittsburgh versus West Virginia backyard brawl game as this is one that it really wanted going between seven and seven half throughout the day. So this was the difference between a push and a loss. But one thing that you wind up getting in week one slash week zero as well, if you're looking at that in terms of college football, and this holds true for the NFL as well, is that what makes handicapping these games so unique is that while there are some books that they're going to post up games of the year, they're going to post up lines all over the place. As a matter of fact, you go on DraftKings and obviously limits are going to be a little bit lower right now when you wind up trying to fire in on like a week three, week four, go down the list NFL game rather than if you wind up trying to bet that the week of, more specifically the game of, you wind up having that come into play. But you're able to take a look at quite a few of those. But most books, they aren't going to be letting you bet like some random week six game in the NFL. Unless if it's a big giant marquee game in terms of college football, you're not going to get too many look at lines there as well. So you wind up getting these lines that they wind up being out there for a very, very long time. As a matter of fact, you take a look at the... West Virginia versus Pittsburgh game. I was alluding to as well, like right here where I sit at Circa. This game wound up opening up a five in very, very late May. And Circa typically is first to market. When it comes to college football, they've been making that one of their monikers. And it's really a nice thing that they wind up doing where I sit right now. And winds up it winds up ending seven half. This one actually wound up getting up to eight at some points during the week as well. And go figure, backyard brawl winds up landing 38 to 31 as 
many of you guys are watching the game know this was very, very much anything but a Pittsburgh seven-point win throughout much of it, but you never know when you're going to need those points as well, which is why shopping for the best line is always so significant as well. I always think that it's big in college basketball because you can never provide yourself with enough protection when it comes to just a guy banking in a three at the end of the game, free throws, always wind up coming into play there. You think that five is enough with regards to an underdog. Yeah, probably want to try to get the five and a half that's out there as well because you never know when a team is going to stupidly foul down like five points with two seconds remaining when we all know that the game is in hand. But certainly a case in which you want to be taking a look at that. And that is a pro tip for this hour. And over at vcin.com, we've got all these that are sortable by show. You wind up getting at minimum 20 of them per day because you wind up getting one an hour for every single show. vcin.com is where you're able to get that. And you, if you wind up going vcin pro, you have access to all of those. Always keep in mind key numbers when it comes to just any form of football, college football, pro football. This one wanted coming into play with regards to West Virginia versus Pittsburgh. Now, this is not so much a significant number because, well, typically 38 is not a number that you wind up seeing very often. The next spread in the NFL that I wind up seeing at 38, you let me know because that'll certainly be a first. But we did wind up seeing the New Mexico State versus Minnesota game as this one literally went final within the last five minutes of me doing this live. It wound up opening up a spread of 38. This one wound up coming down after we did wind up seeing all that wound up happening in week zero. This one wise was winding up getting down to more like 37, 30 and seven and a half to start with after you wound up seeing this come out in more like June, early July, sometimes late May for a lot of these books as well. But once again, 38 to zero, Minnesota winds up winning. Opening number 38, closes 35 and a half to 36. You wind up jumping on Minnesota after the opener. You wind up being able to get there. So I do think that it is so important in this day and age. And when it comes to just taking a look at being able to get the best of the number, it holds true for more than just football as well. Because obviously when it comes to spread sports, you obviously have your lines of demarcation. I don't think that there's necessarily, and I air quotes here, key, num- key numbers in basketball if there were to be one. I would say that number of three, just because that's sort of a line of demarcation when it comes to fouling, because if your team is down three with 20 seconds left to go, you don't need to, you don't need to wind up trying to get like a two point shot. And then you wind up going to foul on, you just wind up pulling the ball, try to go for overtime, things of that nature. You're able to get into all the logistics of it and all the specifics. But if there is one in like college basketball, the NBA three, I would say is it, but certainly in the NFL, you got a lot of key numbers, but it also rings true with regards to baseball as well when it comes to a little bit more of a grinder sport. Now, in baseball, you're probably sitting here thinking, well, it's a money line sport. All you need to do is wind up picking the winner, and while that is very true, the difference between being able to get, say, a plus 110 versus a plus 125, it might not be too significant in terms of just a one-day result, in terms of just one bet, but you know what? The baseball season for all these teams, they wind up playing at minimum 162 games, and then you wind up getting the postseason added in there as well. So that adds up over time. It really is a sport in which it is all about the long term, and I do think that it's so important there as well. And what we've been noticing in baseball is a lot of these big, giant favorites, they have been falling. As a matter of fact, if you have bet $100 or bet to win $100, I should say, with regards to all these favorites that have been $3 or greater, are actually down more than a thousand dollars this year, though I will give a little bit of credit where, where credit is due to the big favorite that we did wind up seeing on Thursday, the Atlanta Braves. They do wind up getting it done. Spencer Strider, eight scoreless innings, 
16 strikeouts. This is someone that you certainly want to be watching out for, not just this year, but moving forward. He is certainly forming himself into being an ace pitcher. And speaking of aces, something that I wound up speaking upon on this show yesterday is fading a lot of these guys that are coming off the injury list for the first time. And a lot of times when it comes to fading these guys coming in off the injury list, it's not necessarily that they are going to have the bad start, but it's the fact that they might not wind up going as long as you would expect them to in a normal circumstance. They might be limited in terms of their innings. Exhibit A, LA Dodgers versus the New York Mets. Clayton Kershaw, very solid five innings. He winds up getting pulled probably a little bit earlier than you'd expect. In a normal start, I would think that he would go six innings. He winds up going five. Guess what wound up happening after that fifth inning? You wind up trotting in their less than trustworthy Chris Martin. The Dodgers, they wind up having a two-to-one lead. They wind up giving up two runs in that one. They never see the lead again. The New York Mets, they wind up being able to get it done by a count of five to three. So I do think that it is very important. And I do think that it is so important as well to know where things are going in general in terms of the market. I don't necessarily think that you need to wind up just having it be a circumstance where you wind up impacting your bets. Always put yourself on, and I air quotes here, the sharp side. But at the same time, by being able to gauge all this movement, you do wind up being able to give yourself the chance to be able to get the best of the number on the bet that you like. And a man that does a great job of being able to follow everything that is going on in the world of betting because he is over there at U.S. Bookmaking. That would be Robert Walker. We're going to get a little bit of a look behind the scenes, behind the counter as to what is all happening right now. Some of the bets that he is seeing, we're going to be touching upon that next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 
Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's football season, and betters know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VEASAN, and now is the time to become a VEASAN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro football guides. Only VEASAN has only VEASAN subscribers gives you all these tools to prepare for the college and pro football seasons, and our experts provide profiles on every single team with advanced stats, power rankings, best bets on season win totals, division finishes, player awards, and so much more. Sign up early, and for a discount of $175, you'll receive both guides and full access to us all the way through the Super Bowl, or join us for just $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com, subscribe for all of your options, and become a part of the Sports Betting Network as we are back here on the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. And great to be joined by Robert Walker. He is over there at U.S. Bookmaking doing a great job just taking everything behind the counter. I know that he's got multiple locations, so he's able to see where the money is going. And Robert, it's great to have you aboard tonight. Thank you. I appreciate it. Nice, uh, nice to be here. It is great to be on with you. And I know that week one of the college football season has been very very heavily bet to this point. And as you know, these lines have been out for quite a while, but in terms of what we've been seeing the last few days, what have been some of the games that have seen just the biggest line moves in general thus far? Well, you know, we opened these games in June and we were probably late uh, compared to some people who had them up even earlier. So uh, we were late June. Uh, TCU stands out like a sore thumb for us. Part of its proximity, our two biggest books are in New Mexico. Uh, Three biggest books are in New Mexico. And and we opened that line seven and a half and actually hit 14 yesterday or uh, early this morning and back down to 13 and a half now. But uh, and it's ugly. I mean, it's uh, it looks like a, it looks like an NFL game uh, for tomorrow for us because they just have been pounding TCU since day one. And then because you want to mention the fact that you've got a lot of books out there in New Mexico, how did this New Mexico State versus Minnesota game wind up getting bet? Because I do find that to be curious because this is one that when it wound up opening, it opened up at 38. Go figure. Minnesota winds up winning by kind of 38 to zero. Go, that's exactly how it winds up working with this industry. And it was bet down to a lot of places right around about 36 or so. Did you guys wind up having quite a bit of money coming on New Mexico State as well? We don't get a lot of money. It's, it's, it's really interesting what happens in New Mexico. They, they will bet uh, on their favorite team if they're good. If they're bad, they'll bet against them just as quickly as not. And we took a lot of money on Minnesota at 37. So it was not a great score for us. Oh, wow. That's actually, all, but, uh, yeah. 
That is but a, usually our biggest decisions are, are we need New Mexico or New Mexico State. I mean, every single game, it's uh, like clockwork. Now, we have other casinos, as you know. We, we run uh, Oceans in New Jersey. So, you know, it's not all that. But uh, certainly in the New Mexico area, uh, they know their teams very well. Oh, yes. And when it comes to just region by region, you'll notice this a lot in baseball where a lot of the West Coast books, they're going to get hit. Like, for instance, the Mets versus the Dodgers game. Money was coming in more so on the Dodgers than on the West Coast books, East Coast books. I'm sure that they were taking more bets on the Mets as well. So winds up working the same way when it comes to college as well. But what else I find to be very interesting about this college football week one slate is that we've got a whole bunch of big games. And the one that has really been standing out to me, because I do think that when it's all said and done, this could be a do or die game in terms of the college football playoff. That'd be the Utah versus Florida game. This is one that it opened up relatively close to a pick Some places even up open up with Florida being a very slight favorite. Right now in a lot of books, we're finding Utah as in the neighborhood of a two, two and a half point favorite. Where do you guys wind up standing right now? And have you guys seen a lot of action on that? Yeah, so, you know, Utah's another popular team, obviously, in this area, uh, our area, I should say. We're at three right now, and we're really heavy. Uh, I shouldn't say really heavy, but we're pretty heavy on Utah, as you can imagine. So we're on the high side there, but what a great game that is. I mean, that's, uh, I agree. I mean, it's almost like an elimination game for uh or obviously whoever loses. I agree with you on that front end. We have seen this go from two and a half a lot of spots. And to your point, we are seeing quite a few of threes wind up popping up on that one as well as that's going to be one of the biggest games that we are going to be seeing on this college football Saturday. And then obviously one of the other big games that we're going to be seeing on this college football Saturday. And they're not quite as close in terms of proximity, but both of us are out here on the West Coast. That would be the Oregon versus the Georgia game. Georgia they wind up being right around a bit between a 17 to a 17 and a half point favorite in a lot of books. You guys sort of sitting in that 17 to 17 and a half range as well. And have you been seeing this one coming in? We're at 17. It's been pretty solid and we're getting, it's making me nervous. We're getting extreme two way, which is unheard for us. You know, we, uh, the bookmaking kind of has moved out of this getting two way. If you get two way, it's by accident nowadays. So uh, uh, we're getting a ton of play on both sides. It seems like, you know, I was talking about it today. I just, I feel like I just have to take Oregon uh, plus this many points just for the sake of it. I mean, Georgia probably, you know, obviously is going to be there at the end of the year. But uh, imagine if Oregon pulls this up, upset and, and what that would do to their fortune. So it's, uh, it's going to be, a, I think, a fun game. It's a, there's a couple games like this. Obviously, the, the Notre Dame game as well, Ohio State. But uh, it's fun. But a 17 seems like a lot of points. I do agree with you there, and I think that you bring up something very important as well because a lot of people, they think, oh, when it comes to bookmaking, you want, just want to have the two-way action. You wind up being able to rake in the little bit of juice on the minus 110 spread, and then everyone winds up being happy. But in this day and age, you're not going to be able to find that too much. Obviously, when it comes to bigger events like the World Series, the Super Bowl, things of that nature, you're going to be able to get that two-way action. But take the people just through a little bit more about how you wind up coming up with lines knowing that you are going to be winding up getting hammered one way or the other. I don't think it's changed in, in 30 years or, you know, I'm probably a dinosaur, but I think it's, we try to get to the right number as quick as possible. Now it's called positive EV, negative EV. So anytime you take a, you want to open the favorite as, as high as you possibly can uh, before the, the pro players uh, come in with the value. And, you know, the mistakes that we ever make are if we open the favorite too low. Because we don't want the, fa- uh, the pro players coming in on the favorite. So it's kind of the same model that we've always used. And, uh, and, and we know who the public's going to bet. We know who the parlays are on. And then you, you just let them bet. Once you get to the right number, Greg, as you know, 
um, the, the odds are in our favor. So I don't look at two-way as getting the exact amount on both games on the game. I look at it as, you know, you have 20 decisions and you win, you win nine or 10 of them. And that, uh, um, and, and you just don't give up value. If you can't, if you can help it, you, it's not always easy. There's guys that are a lot sharper. The one thing that the professional betters have or any of the betters have is they can be selective while we have to put up every game. And, and you know that better than anybody is somebody that handicaps 500 college basketball games a day. I, there's some weaknesses in these lines and we just don't know it until they bet it. Yep, absolutely. And when it comes to a lot of these college football games as well, because as we know, there's 32 NFL teams, there's 131 college football teams, and then you're going to have the writing games where you wind up having the FBS versus the FCS schools as well, which that really becomes popular the first, we'll call about four or so weeks of the season as well. So that makes it all the more difficult as well. And you mentioned it, trying to open up the favorite as big as possible. And we have seen one favorite that, well, they were pretty large to start with. And they've just went up and up and up after what we wound up seeing in week zero. That'd be Utah State. It opened up with Alabama when it was introduced yeah. in like very early May, right around a 34-point favorite. Right now we're seeing anywhere between 41 and a half and 42. Has it just been an onslaught of Alabama money for you guys, or have you seen something a little bit different? No, it's it's I, I don't it's not been an avalanche. It's it's really been just it's steady. You know, they're on every they're on a lot of the parlays. People are actually I, I'm to say, uh, embarrassed to say this, but they're teasing them down to 36, and we're at 42, and the total 62, of course. But yeah, it's just, uh, and, and, the, and the ticket counts, you know, two to one right now on Alabama, which is not too bad normally. And Utah State normally is a decent team, but 42, it's just like they could probably name their score. And the, the first couple of weeks, as you know, is tough because you have a lot of these mismatches where they're they're just there for the money. I don't think Utah State. Um, who's been a decent program for the last few years, uh, is there just for the money, although this is a big score for them, obviously. But, yeah, you just can't make a number. Because is it if you open 34, it, it, you know, you don't, you don't go to 34 and a half. Let me put it that way. And when you get a hit on it, you don't. it's not a half a point move. You know, it's going to be a legitimate move. And I think 42 getting up there. It, we're, gonna, we're definitely going to need Utah State. It's going to be like New Mexico State. We're going to need Utah State probably fairly good on Saturday. Yep, and to your point, with regards to Utah State, had a very nice year last year, and I couldn't help but have a little bit of a chuckle on people teasing it down to 36 points, which, I mean... Well, they buy, they buy half a point. So it, it, sometimes, it just, I mean, I don't know. And uh, sometimes I've actually said, oh, my God, I, I don't believe that person's doing it. They're buying 36 down to 35, and, and then it falls 36, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm just going <laughs> to shut up about it. So, Yep, it's one of those things where... When you hear it right now, it doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense. I could be about as dead wrong as dead wrong winds up getting when it's all said and done. And it might be like, well, thank goodness you wound up teasing it down. With that said, I don't know if that's necessarily going to be the case on this one. And Robert, we've got about 30 or so seconds left. Have you seen any other interesting action in a game or two for week one of the college football season? Well, I mean, you're getting, we're getting, this is probably goes along with Utah. We're getting a lot of BYU play. Uh, but I think that's just normal. I, the one game I think is interesting is North Carolina, who played, you know, an undermanned Appalachian and, and really struggled. I mean, for most of that game, couldn't stop uh, them at all last week. And now Appalachians, I think the Appalachians are one and a half point favorites. That's moved about four points. That is a big move. And Robert, I know that you're doing a great job of booking all this. Appreciate you coming on tonight. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks, Greg. Robert Walker does great work. And coming up next, we talk to Vegas Insiders Patrick Everson right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. Your experience.
Magazine, Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of the Greg Peterson Experience is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher and simpler way to enjoy nicotine that has helped millions of people achieve lasting success by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands that there isn't one right time to make change. Everyone's timeline is a little bit different and everyone's on their own journey. So if you feel like you're ready to take that next step towards change, Zen is going to be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at zen.com that is zyn.com warning this is a product that contains nicotine and nicotine it is an addictive chemical as we're back here on the greg peterson experience right here on vsin and always great to be joined by patrick everson you're able to catch him over there at vegas insider as he's got his finger on the pulse of everything that's happening here in the city and patrick it is always great to have you aboard my friend thank you absolutely i appreciate you having me on greg congrats on the the new slot and uh the adjustments going on over vsin great stuff I appreciate it, Patrick. Thank you. And I know that you're relatively new to Vegas Insider as well, so congratulations on your move as well. But one thing that I know about you, Patrick, is that you always have the goods in terms of how everything is moving. And we're going to touch upon the college football slate here in a minute, obviously. A great one that we wound up seeing on Thursday. But got to talk a little basketball because Donovan Mitchell winds up getting traded on Thursday for a big giant haul over to the Cleveland Cavaliers. A lot of people were talking about whether or not Donovan Mitchell was going to be in New York or not. What did this wind up doing to the futures market? Because it felt like we knew that Donovan Mitchell was going to be moved, but I'm not sure that there were a lot of people I expected it to be Cleveland, and thus we've seen a little bit of move in the market. Right, a little bit, and this is from uh, a little bit earlier from Casey Degnan at the Superbook in conjunction with his boss there, uh, Jeff Sherman. A couple of changes. And obviously the big one is the Cavaliers going from 100 to 1 to win the NBA championship all the way into 40 to 1. Now, granted, they've got several teams to climb. Uh, there, there are a lot of teams between the Cavaliers at 40 to 1 and the Boston Celtics at 5 to 1. The Boston Celtics are currently the uh, lead. Oh, I, actually, I'm sorry, that's a win bet. Win bet's 5 to 1, but I've got some win bet numbers as well. But just the same, a lot of teams stand between the Cavs and the top of the odds board, but a significant move nonetheless. The Jazz, I mean, it's clear that at the Superbook and elsewhere, they were already planning on Donovan being somewhere else because the Jazz were already 500 to 1, and now they're 1,000 to 1. So uh, definitely a big move there. The conferences adjusted pretty similarly as well. Uh, The Cavaliers moved from 50 to 1 all the way into 18 to 1 uh, to win the East. Uh, and some win total adjustments. The Cavs' win total went up by four games with that acquisition. Yep, not a surprise to see that the Jazz are pretty down there on the board. It would be a surprise 12 months ago, but right now they wind up trading away Rudy Gobert. We all know what winds up happening with Danny Ainge winds up taking over. They're going to have about 575 draft picks. So it is going to be a lot of Adam <laughs> Silver on NBA draft night saying, and the Utah Jazz are now on the clock. So. That is going to be interesting to take a look at, but what's very interesting in terms of what's happening this week, because the NBA season, we're still a little ways off. That would be what's going down in week one of college football. No doubt we wound up seeing some great games on Thursday, but it really winds up getting cooking on Saturday. And the biggest game, in my opinion, is the battle between Ohio State and Notre Dame. How's this one been getting bet? Because obviously it's a rather big line, but I've been hearing a lot of people wanting to lay right around 17 and a half points with Ohio State and it's an Ohio State team that they bring back darn near 
they bring back so much from that offense, including a guy that he's got a chance to be able to win the Heisman Trophy in C.J. Stroud. Oh, no question. And I'm going to back up just one second because I did get a good, you know, a nugget from uh, WinBet on this and Jake Meister and his team over there. Great people. Cavs from 101 to 60 to 1. So 60 to 1. So shop, shop around if you want to bet on the Cavs to win the championship. But moving along to your point, uh, Notre Dame and Ohio State, what a tough place for Notre Dame to start the season. And what I think is probably interesting, and I'm sure you see it too, is you've got allegedly the fifth ranked team in the country against the number two team in the country and Notre Dame's catching like 17 or 17 and a half points right now. I talked to Casey Degnan over at the Superbook a little bit earlier today on this. And he said, as we stand right now, we are going to need the fighting Irish to cover that number, more tickets and more money wagered on Ohio state so far. But as he notes, the weekend is young. He said, I'm sure we'll see some public support for Notre Dame at some point. No question. I mean, Notre- Ohio state and Notre Dame, both very public teams. So Notre Dame is probably going to get some backing. Uh, I did talk uh, with another odds maker a little bit earlier in the week uh, who noted that this was, uh, you know, a, a pros versus Joes kind of situation that helped drive that number up. It was actually sharp play early that helped push Ohio State from 14 and a half to 17, 17 and a half at some spots, while the public is taking all those points with Notre Dame. So definitely going to be an interesting one. Hard to say exactly what the book is going to need at this point. And we've got a very similar line on what I would consider to be the number two game of the week, though. Obviously, we've got quite a few big games that are going to be coming up in week number one, and that would be Oregon versus Georgia. As I was doing the show yesterday, most places wound up having Georgia as a 17.5 point favorite. You saw a couple straight 17s. Now it's pretty much 17 across the board. I was personally of the proponent that this is going to be a tough game for Georgia to cover, just with regards to the offense. Seems like a lot of betters are thinking the same way. Oh, I think so. I think that's a good point. That's certainly the case at the Superbook. And again, talking with Casey Degnan, he's the senior risk supervisor over there. And it's look, it's a quasi-neutral side game. It's basically a home game for Georgia. We're not. Who are we kidding here? And as you noted, 17 points, uh, 70 points is the number. But Oregon is getting some takers and not just on the point spread in this game. Casey told me, he said, we recently took a five-figure bet on Oregon money line at six to one. And he said that actually puts us in a position to need the dogs out or to need the dogs, D-A-W-G-S, not the underdogs, the Georgia dogs, outright in this game, which, look, that's not a bad position to be in. I mean, they're 17-point favorites, and you need them outright. You're probably feeling pretty good. Uh, but he added, Georgia is tied to a bunch of parlays, but he said there are more straight bets on the Ducks to cover the spread than there are on Georgia to cover that fat number in, on, on college football week one. Uh, Saturday afternoon, uh, not between the hedges, but not too far from the hedges, in Atlanta. And it's really interesting to take a look at this from a futures perspective as well, because as we know, Georgia, they're top towards the top of the board. And I think that there's a clear line of demarcation when you take a look at the college football odds board with regards to the futures as to the haves and the have nots. No surprise, Alabama is at the top. Ohio State is number two. And then you've got Georgia at number three before everyone else winds up going down to 10 to one or greater. But what have you all been seeing with regards to the futures market? And has there been anyone outside those big three in Georgia, Ohio State, and Alabama that have commanded much attention? Yes, definitely. Now, obviously, Alabama is always going to get its share of attention. But I've got a piece up on VegasInsider.com right now. Talked with their sports analyst, Mike Korn, about, uh, about futures. And while Alabama is number one in bet count and number one in money in the college football championship futures market, and it's not even close, by the way, they're like, they've got like double the tickets and double the money of almost any other team at points bet 
Other books, it's not quite as lopsided, but it's still Alabama. Even at that short number, Greg, which is always kind of interesting, plus they're like plus 180, plus 200, and yet to get some money piling up. But Mike Korn did say a couple other teams are very popular picks, longer odds creating liability. He said Michigan and USC, numbers one and two in terms of liability for us. He said betters watch Jim Harbaugh and the Wolverines beat Ohio State and make the college football playoff for the first time last year. So he thinks that's what's helping drum up some Michigan hype this year. And then with USC, it's simply a matter of the Lincoln-Riley hire. Mike said that really invigorated the culture at the, at the program. He said they opened USC at 66-1 to after last season's championship game between Alabama and Georgia. And he said that was bet all the way down to 33 to one in the days following. And now USC is into 22 to one. So they've moved up. The, the Trojans have moved up significantly in the, in this, in this market and they're creating quite a bit of liability. Oh, I can imagine a lot of people piling in on USC just because that Lincoln Riley hire. Typically you don't wind up seeing USC down for long and, well, they want to be loading with that. Winds up bringing a quarterback that he's got just a little bit of familiarity with to him with USC as well. So we've got a lot going on there. And then when it comes to the futures market in college football, as we know, odds to be able to win the national championship. That's always one of the biggest one. And I don't know if you've got this information or not on hand, but have there been more people taking a look at odds to be able to make the playoff? Because I mentioned it, you've got three real big bomber teams out there and then everyone else. Have there been quite a few people that might be looking at a way to be able to just wind up not going against those big three and a lot of value instead to be able to make the playoff? Oh, I'm, I'm sure there is. I haven't asked about it, but I know it's, but you make a very smart and valid point, Greg. And it's, it's almost, uh, it's almost relatable to something that I was talking about earlier today, or maybe it was yesterday. I was talking about golf betting a little bit. I know that seems a little bit off track, but Rather than betting outright, a lot of times with golf, it's better to look at, a, look at a guy who maybe look at a top five, look at a top 10, look at a top 20. Making the college football playoff, that prop, as opposed to having to pick the national champion, not a bad idea. And I know there are several books that offer that in just kind of standard form and also in some like package forms where which four teams will be in. And they'll list like quadrants of, you know, like, like four teams and four different teams and four different teams. I know Chris Andrews at the South Point does this. And it's always a neat thing to uh, to get in on, especially if you think maybe there'll be a wild card in there that kind of uh, uh, messes up the formula a little bit late in the season. So uh, I, I definitely encourage people to look at those. I, and I'm sure they're being bet well. I haven't got any specifics on it, but it's a really good market to take a look at rather than just going straight for the outright and only having really one shot for a win. Um, I, will, I, I will say, gotcha. Patrick, always a pleasure to have you aboard. Thank you so much. And coming up next, a little bit of reaction to the Donovan Mitchell trade right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.
Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you are looking for more discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from a local perspective. We've got CityCasts for Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C., Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, list goes on and on. As we are back here in lovely Las Vegas, it is the Craig Peterson experience right here on Visa and the Sports Bank Network. And first things first, got to give kudos and thank you to the two gentlemen that joined me in the last two segments. Robert Walker does a great job over at U.S. Bookmaking and also Patrick Everson of VegasInsider.com. Both of those guys do a tremendous job just in our industry in general. Robert, he's booking bets over there for U.S. bookmaking, which they do a lot of work over there in New Mexico. So great to be able to get a non-Las Vegas slash a non-East Coast sort of perspective on how things wind up coming in because, as we know, every single market, they bet a little bit differently. You've got different favorite teams out there as opposed to 
say just your traditional Las Vegas book. So it was able to, was great to be able to get that perspective. And then Patrick Everson, he just knows everyone in Las Vegas. He knows where all the big bets are going. So great to be able to get him aboard as well. And the man that wanted booking all that, my wonderful producer, Jason Kahn. He does absolutely excellent work. Great to be able to team up with him right here on the Greg Peterson Experience. Back when I was filling in on the look at, he always wound up making sure that I was right at home, always provided a great guest list, and now he is doing that five nights a week for me. A big thanks to him. And then I've also got Nick, all the graphics that you wind up seeing on screen. That is thanks to our technical director, Nick, one of the best in the business. And then you got Taylor. He always gets me set up on audio. These are the guys that really make things run. It says the Greg Peterson experience right on the show title. But with that said, it takes a team effort to be able to make it work. And I've got the best team that I could ever hope for behind me. So big thanks to these guys and all the work that they wind up doing. Now let's take a look at a team effort that is going to be going down in the NBA as we wind up seeing a massive trade. And a lot of people, including myself, are thinking, oh boy, the New York Knicks are going to completely overpay for Donovan Mitchell. They're going to give up an arm, a leg, a firstborn child. Instead, it's the Cleveland Cavaliers that give up an arm, a leg, their next like three draft picks, everything like that. As we wind up seeing that trade wind up going down, Donovan Mitchell, he is going to be going to the Cavs. Larry Markinen, O'Shea Ogbaji, Colin Sexton, he winds up going to the Jazz. And the Jazz are going to be getting two un or three unprotected first round draft picks. And then they've got a couple pick swaps in there as well. And I think the Jazz have done relatively well with this rebuild. I mean, they just completely fleeced, in my opinion, the Minnesota Timberwolves, trading away a guy in Rudy Gobert, which I recognize he is a tremendous post defender, but a guy that doesn't shoot threes in this day and age of the NBA for five first-round draft picks and a couple of guys that wound up getting drafted relatively early here in the last few years, and now they wind up getting Lowry Marketing. O'Shea Obaji, I think, is going to be relatively solid. He should not have won most outstanding player of the final four. That should have went to one of the other gentlemen over there at Kansas, but he was a relatively solid defender, a guy that was able to fill it up while he was over there at Kansas. You're going to have Colin Sexton for the long haul because that was part of a sign and trade as well. And I like what the Utah Jazz are doing. Now, you don't want to be taking futures on them for the 2022-23 season because they're going to be pretty darn terrible. They also wanted to selling away Royce O'Neal in a in a pretty much salary dump. That's what, if you recall all the Brian Windhorst pictures and gifts of him sort of holding up the figures like this, that was actually the reason for it. The Royce O'Neal trade, which wound up leading to everything else. And now Mr. Brian Windhorst looks like a prophet and we should all give the flowers where flowers are due on that front because he certainly called everything that you did wind up seeing. And you know, if you were taking a look at the Utah Jazz to be able to win the NBA title beforehand, I don't know what to tell you because the West, it is very loaded. But what I think is important here is that the two teams that won training with the Utah Jazz I don't see a path for them to be able to win the title for the Minnesota Timberwolves. I mean, they still have to get through the gauntlet that is the Golden State Warriors. And I recognize that the Golden State Warriors are now a little bit more aged, but Steph Curry is still one of the best players in the world. And what I love about the Golden State Warriors is that the future is still coming for them is as they've got Kaminga, who really did not wind up playing at all last season. They've gotten darn near nothing whatsoever out of James Wiseman. If either of those two guys or both of those two guys can wind up putting it together. Look out below for the Warriors. They wind up making a very, very smart move and picking up Andrew Wiggins as well. So that has been out for them. And what we're noticing in the NBA right now is that the teams that are winning, aside from when the Lakers wind up winning that championship in the bubble, most of them, they're through homegrown talent. 
You recall the team that wound up winning in 2021, the Milwaukee Bucks. They wind up having a great second-round draft pick that wound up being able to pan out for them in Middleton. You wind up having Giannis Antetokounmpo be a guy that they drafted number 15, and I believe it was the 2013 or 14 NBA draft. They did wind up picking up Drew Holiday because they wound up having Eric Bledsoe for a few years. They realized that that was a big giant albatross that they needed to figure out, and that turned out to be the missing piece for them. Heck, you're able to take a look at the Phoenix Suns. Number one overall pick, DeAndre Ayton, wound up being a big reason why they were able to get to the finals. They did wind up needing Chris Paul, but most of these teams that are towards the top of the odds board, I am looking no further than the Boston Celtics. It's by drafting and developing, and you know the teams that wound up flopping last year? The LA Lakers. Guess what they wound up doing? The good players that they wound up developing, the guys that were really helpful in that championship, they trade them all away for Russell Westbrook, and what did Russell Westbrook do? Well, it was a big, giant Los Angeles flop. You wound up having the Brooklyn Nets. They wind up making all their moves. I mean, things were getting so bad that they wound up having to trade away James Harden midseason, and now you wind up having the whole ordeal with Kevin Durant along with Kyrie Irving. It sounds like they're going to be running it back this season. As a result, they're at plus 700. I mean, what have the Brooklyn Nets done? That they are ahead of the Milwaukee Bucks right now in the odds board because... And you just take a look at the Brooklyn Nets. For one, you just can't rely upon Kyrie Irving. If it's not one thing, it's another with the gentleman. I mean, it's one of these cases which you just don't know what's going to be popping up. And if it's not something off the court, he might just wind up getting injured on the court as well. So, I mean, you've got about 755 landmines. If I were to hold up a list of things that you have concerns with with Kyrie Irving, if it starts off the screen, it would just scroll all the way down past my legs. So, I mean, you've got that going on with them. With Kevin Durant, he's obviously had quite a few injuries as well. Now, what I will say about the Brooklyn Nets is that they've done a great job of being able to assemble some great shooting, but it doesn't do any good if you can't stop a nosebleed as well. Meanwhile, with the Milwaukee Bucks, they've got great team chemistry. They don't have a lot of players that are saying, oh, I would like a trade or, oh, this, that, or the other. They're all bought in on this system, and I think that that's important. And that's important really in all sports in general because you notice a lot of these teams that they wind up being able to win these titles, they've been together for quite a while. They've been through the rigors, and I mean, it even goes back to like the Olympics, for example. The U.S. team that wound up being able to win the Olympics over there in Tokyo a little bit over a year ago, they wound up going through their growing pains. They needed to get a couple of games underneath their belt before they were able to really take off as well. So I do think that chemistry, it matters in every form of basketball. It doesn't matter if it's your 10-year-old's AAU game or if it's the NBA. You got to have a little bit of it. I don't know if the Brooklyn Nets are going to have any whatsoever. With this move for the Cleveland Cavaliers, they've been able to do a good job of being able to bring in a lot of homegrown talent. They've been doing a solid job of being able to hit on their draft picks. Now, I think that it winds up helping them out quite a bit, no question. Donovan Mitchell, he's a guy that's able to put up 20-plus a night. He's able to do a solid job of being a versatile guy in the backcourt. That should be able to help them out a little bit, but I do question where they wind up sitting here in the pecking order of the East because... I'm not going to put them out of the Boston Celtics. I'm not going to put them ahead of the Milwaukee Bucks. And heck, I mean, if the Milwaukee Bucks wound up having Chris Milton out there in that series against the Boston Celtics, we might be talking about a little bit of a different title winner. So I'm very curious to see what winds up happening on that front as well. And you just take a look at both of these conferences as well. It's just much more tightly knit right now. I'm still a believer that the Philadelphia 76ers could wind up doing something this year. They're still... A little bit of a team that is a bit of a mystery because they were very inconsistent all throughout the year last year. But 
you do wind up having some buy-in from James Harden, which I do think is going to be able to help them out. I mean, Joel Embiid, he had one of the better seasons that you're going to find. Now, health is obviously a big, giant question mark with him as well, but I do take a look at the Cleveland Cavaliers, and I think that the move that we wind up seeing in the futures market is relatively appropriate. I don't think that you're necessarily getting a whole bunch of tremendous value on them because and you even take a look at the team that they were that was also in the plane with them because there was the eight seed in the Atlanta Hawks. There was a nine seed with the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Atlanta Hawks, if you wind up seeing a big giant year from Trey Young, they wound up getting better in the offseason as well. That's another team that they need to leapfrog. I haven't even mentioned the number one seed out there in the East with the Miami Heat. Now they are a little bit of an aging team, but you still have the second coming with guys like Hero, Bam Adebayo and company. So I think that it's just a loaded conference in general. And now the Cleveland Cavaliers, they've been able to help themselves out. I just can't see them being able to make a whole bunch of noise this season just because there is so much competition out there. And I throw in there the Toronto Raptors as well. So should be very interesting to see what winds up happening here as right now with the Cleveland Cavaliers, find them in a lot of spots right around about 40 or so, 35-ish to one to be able to win the title. And coming up next, we wind transitioning away from basketball to baseball, taking a look at the Friday slate right here on Beeson, the Sports Bank Network. Check out the VEASAN store for the latest and greatest in sports betting fashion. We have more than 40 shirt designs, including our most popular one, Cash and Tickets is what it's all about. You'll find VEASAN shirts and hats for any occasion. And they're all made to order, so you can all made to order, so you can all made to order, so you can all made to order. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com slash compatibility.